0: Good evening. You're very welcome along to News Talk's Facebook page and our debt special. Now, it's one of those topics which can really uh, put an awful lot of fear into people. That whole area of mortgage arrears and debt solutions and bankruptcy and all of that. This evening, we are going to demystify that whole process for you. We're going to make it much, much easier. And we're going to talk about that thorniest of subjects. It is with thanks to the ISI and if you want to find out more at any stage while you're watching us or after, you can click back on track.ie, which will have all of the information for you. For this evening, I'm joined by two experts. Mitchell O'Brien of IRS Ireland is a PIP, a personal insolvency practitioner and Michael McNaughton, Director of the Insolvency Service of Ireland. And gentlemen, you're both very welcome along to tonight. Now, this is an interactive session if at any stage you want to ask a question or make a comment put it into the chat box there and if we've time I will make sure that those questions get asked Uh, now I suppose um, let's get started with what's important here Uh, and it really is about people at the end of the day forget the money forget the interest forget the debts this is really about people so Mitchell let me come to you first talk to me about the families the clients that you are seeing on a daily basis
1: Look, people have been dealing with with, uh, problem debt issues usually for many years. Um, But something kicks off, something prompts the contact. And it's usually court proceedings, maybe for a repossession of the family home or proceedings for judgment. Um, People who have never been in court in their lives, people who have never seen a civil bill, um, people who have never been served, With legal papers and somebody knocks on their door. Um, People may have received a letter to say that um, they're calling the loan in full and if the the loan isn't paid, maybe a €300,000 mortgage within seven days, um, they want uh, them to deliver up the keys of the house. Um, There can be children in the house, there could be an elderly mother in the house. Um people are embarrassed, they're distressed, um, and they don't know what to do. And that combined with knowing, like the sword of Damocles hanging over their head for a number of years, because they knew they are in arrears, they've had arrears letters, um, their loans may have been sold by their mortgage bank um, to what is referred to as vulture funds. And and to be honest with you, I I, I don't really like that term, vulture funds um because as michael will will i'm sure confirm as as we progress um that often we have a much less difficult task um putting uh, solid personal insolvency arrangements in place uh with people who are specifically set up to deal with that but the the, the predominant a common thread that goes through all of it is people want to save the family home. Mm,
0: Yeah, and and what I'm hearing from you, Mitchell, and I can hear it in your voice, is that level of distress. Um, And you mentioned the word embarrassment there. Do you think there's still a kind of a shame, a stigma around debt in Ireland, even after all we have been through with the property crash and everything else?
1: I think the embarrassment that we used to refer to back in... 2012 to 2015 was, oh, God, we got caught. You know, we we used to be known to have some money. Now, you know, the holiday home or the second car might have to go. It's different now. I'm talking about the type of embarrassment is how does a husband tell his wife after going out to work every day, five days a week, 50 weeks a year, um, that I have to go to court because I'm not paying the full mortgage payment. Mm. And he's not drinking and he's not gambling and they're not going on holidays and they're not eating in fancy restaurants. Um, and still they you know a man unable to keep a roof over his his family's head. That, that's a that's a there should be a different term to it than the other type of embarrassment.
0: Indeed, indeed. Well, look, our plan here tonight is to take the mystery out of it and the embarrassment and any shame that might be there, because it's not really warranted. Michael MacNaughton, let me turn to you. I mean, these are the people you are trying to help. And, and yet people hear the word insolvency. I mean, that's a big word to get your head around.
2: It it, it is a big word, but all it means, I suppose, is that um, when people find themselves unable to pay their debts or they find themselves every month trying to keep creditors at bay by paying a little bit off here and there, and they're getting letters in the post, and that probably is a sign that you are insolvent. And insolvent is just um, another word for inability to pay your bills as they fall due. And you talked about um, embarrassment or stigma. I think that was prevalent in Ireland uh, prior to 2012. But prior to 2012, there was very little um, for people, very little to, for them to turn to uh, when they found themselves in that situation. And after 2012, uh, our kind of system has changed dramatically and it's mm. it's caught up with the rest of the world. And in many ways, it's probably better than the systems in the rest of the world. Um, these kind of solutions, are what I call fresh start solutions, have been around in the UK and Europe for 30, 40 years. We finally caught up uh, and we're all getting used to it. And I think that will take, hopefully, any kind of stigma or embarrassment that people feel.
0: And very often, it can seem to me that people feel they're the only ones in this position. You know, their neighbours are doing fine, the people they work with seem to be okay, and they can feel very alone. Have you an idea of how many people have been through one of the solutions you offer and, and and in the in the thousands or the hundreds of thousands perhaps
2: well since we we started back in 2013 and it was slow to start um and it's and it's picking up now as people kind of find it easier to talk to people uh, like mitchell uh, we've had about 11 and a half thousand people who've been through uh, one of our four solutions so that's one and a half or 11 and a half thousand people who have resolved their situation yeah uh, 11 and a half thousand families perhaps that are now through that uh, trauma, if you like, and that um, horrible situation where you just are not in control of your
0: Yeah, life. and it's that feeling maybe of being overwhelmed yeah. that can be so difficult. And, and making that first call is, mm. is can be the hardest bit. Um, Mitchell, when people kind of do have the courage to pick up the phone and make that call, give us a little bit of an idea of what you say to them in that first consultation, which, let's remind people, is free of charge.
1: The the first thing that I would say is that people should understand that when they dial the number, they have actually taken the biggest step. Because we have a team of, of eight highly trained professionals here who have seen it all before. Everybody's situation is particular to them. But there there are common threads. So you you pick up the phone or you you go on our website, um, and all we really need is your your name, your phone number, and your email address, and um, we will send you out a questionnaire and a request for supporting documentation relating to your income. So if you're an employee, it's maybe your last 12 pay slips um, and six months bank statements. If you're self-employed, it would be your, your last two years accounts and 12 months bank statements. If you're on social welfare, a copy of your most recent social welfare slip, that doesn't go up and down.
0: And is that Uh, in a way to kind of build a picture for you about where these people are at in terms of the income they have coming in, the expenditures they have going out and the debt levels? Uh, Does that build up a profile then that you can begin to work with?
1: The the role of a PIP is prescribed in in the personal insolvency legislation. Um, And what I have to do is very clearly set out. Any conversation that I or or one of my team here would have with somebody uh, with with arrears or debt problems is only a chat until we have all of the documentation. The, The first thing that we need to do is to do a thorough assessment of where the people are. Because you can't define uh, a goal. You can't define define where you're going to get to and plot a route to solvency without establishing exactly where you are now. Mm. And we find in, in many, many cases that people don't Really understand where they are now. So, as part of the initial con- consultation, which I'm as I strongly argue is the most important important part in the whole uh, PIA journey, um, is ed- educating uh, borrowers or, or people with debt issues as to where they are, what solutions are available, what that looks like in real life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um the, the one of the, the main concepts that a PIP deals with on a daily basis is the concept of reasonable living expenses. Um, and we have guidelines from the Insolvency Service of Ireland. Um, and like these are a shield rather than a sword
0: okay these and that's an interesting awesome. thing because i think a lot of people feel look if i'm if i'm in one of these arrangements or solutions there's an overseer there's somebody over my shoulder watching all of my spending all of the time and they might be a little bit concerned that they'll have enough money to live on and repay some of their debts Um we hear a lot about the solutions offering uh, debt write-offs, but that's really only part of the process, um, Mitchell. Let me turn to Michael again. Michael, there are a range of solutions. Everybody just isn't turfed into the same one. Isn't that right? There
2: are. There, there are. We um, manage four solutions that um, can provide a solution for everybody on the spectrum, uh, whatever uh, position they find themselves in. The simplest one is a debt relief notice, which is um, aimed at people who have very little assets and, and a small income.
0: I call that the ninja solution.
2: The ninja solution. No
0: yeah. income, no jobs or That's assets. right. And it's, okay.
2: and it's, it's fairly straightforward. Mm. If you qualify for a DRN uh, and you'll, you'll, you can talk to um, MABS, for example, we have authorised intermediaries there who...
0: Great service. And you do work with MABS, don't you? Mabs, Mabs, MABS are
2: a fantastic yeah, service. Yeah, They've been yeah. around for 25 years advising Irish people around budgeting their, their uh, income and their expenditure. And they're providing advice to people, particularly since 2012, about uh, debt problems. Yeah. So we have a very close relationship with them, and the two ways uh, we have um, uh, operate that relationship. One is the inter- authorised intermediary, which. Uh, are located in, in MABS and they manage the DRN solution. Mm-hmm. And also MABS is a, a, a gateway to the Awalia service. And the Awalia service is for people with mortgages. And if they're in arrears uh, on their mortgage, they may be entitled to a free PIP consultation to yep. talk to, to Somebody to Mitchell. like Mitchell or, yeah, or one of the other. Face-to-face. There's
0: about 70 or 80 PIPs around the there country. There are 70 or 80 PIPs all county. around the
2: country, okay. in every county. Um, so there's one near you. And, and it's up to you to choose whichever one you feel comfortable right. talking to. Okay. Um, And by the way, you can do that now uh, virtually. You don't have to necessarily uh, meet uh, the PIP, although it's nice to do that face-to-face, but you can do it virtually.
0: And PIP's, just so we know, I mean, we've met Mitchell now and he's a lovely fella there, but they're mostly accountants and or solicitors. So they have a financial and legal background that helps them inform uh, the decision on, on maybe where people go. So they are experts in their field.
2: They're, they're, they're experts in terms of providing financial advice to okay. people who are in difficulty. Okay. And they've been doing it now for since 2013. And they've built up a huge amount of, of experience. I have a huge respect yeah. for PIPs because they pro- provide a fantastic service to people.
0: OK, so let's just recap then on those websites. So MAPS.ie, uh, you know, for immediate help in budgeting and they will put you in touch. Awalia is, is one of the other ones. But also the BackOnTrack.ie. That's the one really we want to... It, to send people towards because, and I like this one particularly, because it's very simple to use, it's very visual, there's little videos on and all that kind of thing, so it can actually take a lot of the the hard stuff out of it. Yeah,
2: and we're constantly trying to look at that to make it as simple as possible for people, because we know that um, people find it difficult, as you say, to talk about debt and to learn about uh, the the, the solutions that they might have. So all the information that they need is on Backup
0: Okay, now I do want to bust a couple of myths Mm. while we have you here, Michael. Uh, or at least you can, you can tell me if, I, if I'm right, because Mitchell mentioned there that one of the huge fears people have is that they're going to lose their home, okay? Can you reassure our viewers tonight if that's going to happen or not?
2: Well, if you uh, find yourself in that situation where people, uh, banks, are, are demanding uh, repayment of their loans and threatening uh, repossession, I can reassure that once you talk uh, to a PIP, you'll get a, an enormous sense of relief. Uh, first of all, in terms of they will uh, provide you with the options that you'll have to to deal with your creditors and Mm. give you real hope. And that real hope uh, comes out in practice because of the people who um, enter into a PIA, our stats show that 95% plus people um, retain their home.
0: Wow, okay, so 95 out of 100 people. Yes no matter what their debt levels, no matter what trouble they're in, get to stay in their family home yeah. through one of these solutions. I think that's really an empowering message mm. uh, because that is what people are afraid of. And it's not just losing the property. It's mm. their kids having to move school. Mm-hmm. It's you know having to tell the neighbours. Mm. But in fact, 95 times out of 100. Yeah. So That's they, right. they can enter this arrangement and nobody need know except themselves. Absolutely. All right.
2: And the desire, a, there is a desire out there from banks and financial institutions, and we talk to them all the, t- all, all the time, uh, to, to resolve these situations. Yeah. And they have the benefit of having people like Mitchell in between them and the debtor to try and and come to a solution. And actually,
0: that's a great um, kind of way to start, Mitchell. Let me come back to you because I know I've spoken to people myself who've been through this problem and they say the biggest sense of relief, forget the mortgage, forget all the the loan resolutions and all that, they say to me the biggest sense of relief is when the letters and the phone calls from creditors stop. Do you have the power to stop them?
1: Well, the, the first part of the, the process involve, involves the PIP, not the borrower, uh, applying to the court for a protective cert. And then it actually becomes an offence for the creditor to contact the debtor. And all correspondence gets diverted to the PIP's office. Um, so that, that that's a that's a significant power that, that, that the PIP has. Um, and at the other end of the process... If the creditors um, don't agree with the personal insolvency arrangement proposal that we put forward, but I can make another application to the court for the court to review my work and the proposal that I put forward and the court can implement the proposal on the creditors. But j- just a-, a point that uh, to-, to follow on there, a significant number of the people coming forward at the moment are what we refer to as age and income challenged. People that might've been 40 or 50 back when the crash back in 2008 Um, They're now kind of 15 years older. They're kind of 55, 60, 65, some into their 70s. And PIPs have been working with the ISI and particularly the courts um, developing uh, very innovative solutions um, to keep elderly people and people on social welfare income. So there is a kind of a notion out there that you have to have a job for a PIA to be able to secure your home. I just want to debunk that myth straight away. Um, You know, Michael might have something more to say about that, but there is a cohort of peps that have put their shoulder to the wheel um, and, and cooperated with the insolvency service to develop solution. For, for that most vulnerable cohort of borrowers. Okay,
0: and I, I, I suppose, Mitchell, what people are worried about in that age group is heading maybe towards retirement and, and suddenly finding this big mortgage noose. You know, I mean, there were a lot of banks giving out mortgages for 30, 35 years. Now, if you're heading towards your 40s when you take that out, my goodness, you're going to be paying that when you're on a pension. Uh, so it is a big worry for people. Um, you mentioned the PIA. That's the personal insolvency arrangement. And I, I suspect that most people with mortgage debt fall into that bracket. So just give us a little kind of a roundup of, of the type of customer or client, that avails of a PIA?
1: Anybody who has, if if you're in arrears, you are insolvent by definition. The choice is whether you're going to avail yourself of the mechanisms put in place by government uh, via the Insolvency Service of Ireland, the ISI, to resolve these situations. If you are in arrears on your the mortgage on your family home, well then you have secured debt, and technically it's a personal insolvency arrangement, the PIA mechanism that we use. Um, again, you will find that the PIP will work through this. Um, with a borrower when they contact. The the four solutions that that Michael outlined there a few minutes ago, a DRN, a DSA, a PIA, or bankruptcy, they're not a menu that you choose from. Um, It's a process of elimination. So you can't get into bankruptcy if a PIA or a DSA would have worked. A DSA won't work to deal with secured debt and a mortgage mm-hmm. on your family home is secured debt. If you have a mortgage on your family home you, you and you have assets, well, then you don't qualify for a DRN. But, but so people themselves don't need leader. to
0: worry about any of that. I mean, that's that, your that's, job.
1: You do all of that's, that, right? That's what we do. Okay. So we actually find that borrowers are much more comfortable when you explain this to them, mm, so mm. that they understand they feel empowered that for, for too long they have been afraid, and the antidote to fear is education shining light on something and And identifying that there's a solution. Taking back of control. Okay.
0: Well, now, while we've been on air, uh, we have had a couple of people putting in questions into our chat box. So let us uh, look at dealing with that first. And Michael, I'm going to throw the first one to you, Pat. Pat asks, how long he will be under a financial order if he applies for insolvency? Does he have to ask permission If he wants to buy his kids a present or go on holiday, he says, I'm worried my life won't be my own. If I end up in an arrangement with the ISI, what advice can you offer?
2: Well, the advice I can offer is that the ISI wants people, or or believes people, should have a reasonable standard of living while they're working out their debts with their creditors. Okay. And there are uh, guidelines uh, as to what people can spend their money on, and and there's no restrictions on what they spend their money on. There may be uh, a level of of cash that they're allowed. And and we find that many people who have been suffering debt problems are living at a, a standard of living below what. Our reasonable standard of oh, living. so you get
0: the more mo- more of their own money back. Well, you see, I think
2: people people find themselves um, in such a state that they are uh, they're going short on on the basic everyday essentials. Just
0: to try and service just debt. Just to try to that and service have. debt
2: because they don't yeah. believe that if they if they go beyond that um, that the uh, the creditor will take action against.
0: Them. So you can step in and say to the creditor, Yeah, you know, hold hold your horses there, hmm. bank, yeah, credit card company, car yeah. loan company, yeah. we're telling you how much you get out of this loan. Uh, in order that we can let this family live a little bit more generously than they already are. And yes. that'll be for a number of years until that order is abated.
2: Until that order. And we've set that standard, and, and uh, the banks are happy with, with that standard oh, that, that we've talked to. I don't know
0: that they're happy, Michael. Well, it but makes, it easy. It, <laughs> makes <run> it easy. it makes it easy
2: for them okay. to, to come to a solution because they know exactly the amount of income that a person uh, can put towards uh, their debt OK, repairs.
0: and more importantly, you know, they they have to abide by this as, as much as the individual uh, yes. debtor itself. Okay. OK, and then at the end of each process... Mm-hmm. Uh, once a number of years have passed, the residual debt in a lot of cases, it's just written off if it's there, isn't that right?
2: Well, yeah, for example, in a PIA, and a PIA will deal with secure debt and unsecured debt, and okay. at the end of the period, your secured debt may be restructured, part of it may be written off, but it may be restructured to a level that you can afford, Meaningful. and then your unsecured debts, which are often uh, the bigger problem sometimes. Isn't it? Um, and
0: it's just a win-win for everybody, it absolutely. seems to me, because, yeah. I mean, the bank, there's no point in, in a bank having a loan that is completely and utterly unpayable and nothing out of it i mean this way they get something at least okay and now we have another question in from marie moira uh, who says she's been putting off doing anything about debt uh, mitchell because she's terrified her house will be sold from under her she said the letters are piling up but i'm just sticking them in the drawer i'm afraid to open them and i'm living off my credit card since the beginning of the year i'm really worried what can we say to her mitchell well
1: there's there's two bits in that question sinead um, the first one is take all the letters out of the drawer, put them in an envelope and send them to us. The team downstairs will sift through them, decide what, what's relevant, what isn't, what's duplicated, um, and we, we'll mind her and take her on from there. However, the the living off the credit card um, since the beginning of the year would indicate um Either an income problem or an overspending problem, um, unless the income was being used to service debts, mm-hmm. um, and she was u- she was using the credit card income. So, like it, the, the 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 that's a vicious circle, isn't
0: it? Using your credit cards yes. to pay off debt and then building up more debt by doing that—it's kind yes. of a revolving door
1: syndrome. So it, it's a, it's a very nuanced. Um, process that we go through but we're we're so experienced like we've been through the consultation process they tell me downstairs over three and a half thousand times in the last eight years so we we can we can spot triggers we get you know there are little pointers and indicators um and like all that i ever ask of 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 somebody coming to us is that they are fully transparent with us they cannot shock us Oh, okay. That's right. That's good I'm, to know. I'm, I'm to get like to Nothing you haven't I'm going to get before. a berry chocolate as a prize for the next <laughs> person that can. can, can shop. All right. Okay. So that is good to know. Process.
0: Right, um, Michael. Can I just uh, finish off by asking you? Do you think COVID? Uh, I mean, it's impacted on every facet of life, uh, but one thing is certain: there are more people unemployed at the end of it then at the beginning of it, Absolutely. are you going to see more call on your service? Uh, we would expect that.
2: Um, I, I think we haven't seen it yet, but as soon as maybe the, some of the government supports um, roll off, mm. we may see an increase in people uh, requiring our services. But the, the important thing to remember is, after the last crisis, There was uh, no ISI, there were no people like Mitchell uh, O'Brien out there trying to help people or available to help Mm. people. All that structure is in place now, so we're in a position, in a much better position now to deal with any fallout from the COVID crisis. Don't be afraid. Absolutely, don't be afraid. Um, Take control, that sounds easy, but it's simply by ringing people like Mitchell and you can see how friendly and how how nice he is uh, to talk to. And uh, you'll feel an immediate sense of relief when you do that.
0: All right. Okay. Well, look, my thanks this evening to Mitchell O'Brien, Pip um, from IRS Ireland and Michael McNaughton, Director of the ISI. And tonight's uh, Facebook Live has been with thanks to the ISI. And you can find out more at backontrack.ie. Good evening and thank you for joining us.